Hi, this is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Thank you for joining me with this uh, podcast today. And I have got Typo again from Biting the Bullet. And if you guys would like to check out their podcast, him and Luke, they uh, I'll have all the information onto the front of this uh, podcast and everything. So you guys will be able to check it out. Also check out their merch at thespiritofresistance.com. And I'll have that uh, information as well on there, on the storyline or whatever you call it at the beginning <laughs> when you click on the uh, podcast. Also, if you would like, you can contact me at kraigb13 at gmail.com. You can leave comments, you can leave suggestions, or if you just want to maybe would like to join the podcast one of these times and we can have you on and talk a little bit about uh, whatever. So contact me at that email address. That's kraigb13 at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, what uh, what I found was um, an audio that I had done with Typo uh, three weeks ago. Never did anything with it, and I am just now putting this up. And please join us during the conversation. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff, and this will actually be in two parts. So join us in the middle of this audio tape. Thank you. Here we go. So I was scrolling through, you know, different different news things. And I came across this one. It says, scientists discover radio waves from exoplanets. And I'm like, what? So I click on it and it's like, holy, you know, I'm thinking radio, you know, I'm thinking HF or, you know, megahertz or, you know, kind of like, you know, their, their version of the rock station or something. I'm like, holy smokes. So I start reading it and it's, it's low frequency radio waves, which is basically the magnetic poles. Okay. And I'm like, really? You know, so I mean, I just, I fell for clickbait. You know, I mean, it was like, you know, I was, I was, Dude, I was ticked. Some, well, you used to be able to tell, like, like back then it would be like, oh, this one, this one looks legit. And this one, you could definitely tell, like, oh, this is fake. Yeah. So don't click on it. Like, this is fake. Nowadays, dude, some people, I share stuff and I'm like, is this legit and i can't tell anymore so i'm, I'm like <laughs> no this this was no legit idea. i mean it was it was legit i mean it wasn't it wasn't fake news or anything like that it just the way they worded the the headline made you yeah, think head, yeah. yeah that there were aliens and you know they're they're actually coming out with it which i think eventually they're going to i mean it was well the government already said that there was like a couple unexplained circumstances like there was like all these different ufos that they came out and said like yeah we have no idea what this is okay right about the about the ones with the uh where the pilots were flying and then they had the their their stuff got released and it was like moving at like god-awful speeds and making right turns and you know just incredible stuff but i think the government has also come out and said that they've actually actually are in possession of extraterrestrial uh vehicles oh yeah 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 i did i did see something about that you know and i'm like wait a minute (laughs) well there was there was a this was a while ago this was when i still in the marine corps um i think it was like in 2013-14 but uh some canadian like i don't know what the canadian and intelligence 
Oh. Uh, I no, it was their Canadian intelligence. Okay. Uh, whatever that is, and but he was like pretty high up there from what what they what it seemed like, and it's like a video. You could probably look it up sometime, but the guy basically says that Canada and America know about three different types of aliens and one alien race referred to as the whites which is a common the common or the grays maybe it was the The grays the grays yeah Yeah, that's the real yeah yeah the grays and those ones apparently we've he said that we've made contact with them and that we're they're trying to work with them and some for something is he an older guy kind of balded he was i think dude i'm telling you i think he was like prime minister or deputy prime minister of canada maybe i don't i thought yeah i thought i don't know maybe i'm remembering wrong but i just know he's pretty high up in canadian government and then they then then they tried to discredit him saying well he's old you know he's yeah yeah he's old and uh he doesn't have uh you know he's not really in control of his faculties i guess kind of like joe biden so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't uh yeah i don't know i I mean and that it's crazy too because like the like the if if it wasn't the pandemic uh quote-unquote pandemic then uh and this alien stuff probably would be a bigger story but like it was released and no one gave a shit (laughs) well right 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 it's like yeah well, maybe that's what the pandemic is uh, for, to cover up stuff like that. You know, maybe they're releasing a whole crap ton of stuff and, you know. Yeah. Pandemics yeah, well, to... and it, do you think, do you think like if there were aliens, do you think they'd, they'd look at us like a science experiment? Probably, you know, like, like an ant farm. Skinless monkeys walking around. Yeah. <laughs> they built an engine. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> let's hey get out the magnifying glass let's burn them let's see what they do (laughs) like they're happy they went to the moon what losers (laughs) right right well i mean yeah that's that's a good question i mean do you do would an alien race that has you know intergalactic travel capabilities or even you know multiple dimensional or dimensional travel you know, yeah. would would they even care that we're here? Would it be would we be like you know the fleas on the back of a dog? You know, yeah, I think I think yeah. If I don't know if they wanted something from us, they would be here already. I, I like, mean, if they if they wanted something from us, I mean, yeah, just take well, I mean, it. like, well, that's what I mean is like if they needed like our resources, like that's always the big. Right. And that's why aliens are coming is like when they need our resources from our planet or something like i but, feel like they would they would already be here if that's what they wanted but if but if they just saw us as like oh this could be potential intelligent life one day let's just uh see how they're doing right yeah i think it's more that because you, you look at uh there there's an asteroid out there and i think we've either landed on it or we we hit it with something and we got a bunch of samples from it and they oh, said, "Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about." Yeah, it's a comet, I think. Is it a comet? But they said, uh, "Now this was an asteroid," and they said the value of this uh, uh, this asteroid, if we could harvest that asteroid, it's like, you know, and I'm going to say a stupid number, ten gazillion, you know, dollars yeah. because of you yeah. know the, the, the 
ores and the you know the palladium and the nickel and the you know the the diamonds and all kinds of crap on this one oh, asteroid okay. would be just you know far greater than anything that we've got here on earth so if you had an alien species why would they bother with earth i mean you know yeah you've got you've got uh, io which is a moon of jupiter if i'm not mistaken which is nothing but solid ice i mean it could be it could be you know frozen uh methane you know so they don't need methane from us mm -hmm. you know and i mean it is pretty interesting though that like how like our solar system is made and how earth is able to sustain life like the way it is because i've heard that like well we need the moon because the moon is what pulls the waves back and forth yeah. and we need jupiter because jupiter's gravitational pull is what pulls a lot of debris coming toward us so does the um, moon and the moon helps out with yeah. filtering out shit right yeah and you know yeah. there was there were some studies on this that i looked into years ago and it was very unique about how large the diameter of a planet is in comparison to its orbit okay and if you were to chart this now this is before pluto was downgraded you know from a planet to you know piece of shit uh <laughs> yeah i mean but it was but if you graphed them on a chart they all ran at a 45 degree angle you know with diameter versus uh you know uh orbit miles or kilometers or whatever you wanted it was like gonna be at a 45 degree angle except for one which was pluto and then a couple of years later they said hey pluto's not really a planet you know which was interesting i thought um and the distance between the earth and the sun is very unique because and the distance from the moon to the earth is unique because the moon exactly eclipses the sun i mean you know i mean it's it's perfect it's mm -hmm. not you know there's not oh well it's too big and now we can't see the sun completely no matter during what eclipse you know like the eclipse that happened a couple of years ago we were outside for it and it was it was incredible and um and your sister got the perfect photo for it she put a filter you know or uh, one of those glasses you know that yeah yeah so she could look at it yeah well she put one of those over the lens of the camera on her phone and took a picture of it i think either i think it was through the binoculars you oh, know wow. you know how she did at, at your graduation yeah yeah, and, yeah 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 so she did that and had the filter for it and got it to where it's called the wedding ring just when there's just a tiny piece of the sun sticking out and it makes this ring around them it looks like a yeah. looks like a, a diamond ring diamond so ring yeah took that picture with her phone one of the best pictures i've ever seen of the eclipse <laughs> but uh, what i'm saying That's is crazy. it's like the sun has to be a certain diameter the moon has to be a certain diameter and they all have to be exactly at the same or at not at the same but they have to be exactly at the same distances for this to actually occur and mm -hmm. i mean you know the chances of this happening are, are you know incredibly high you know yeah well, that's another thing i thought about too though like is it 
Like we don't I, know the rest of the galaxy. Like, is it really that? Well, right. Well, I mean, they, yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But I mean, this it also makes you think that uh, you know you could actually even like think about like supreme being, you know, uh, a god, if you will. Oh, oh, god, yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. coming in and saying, okay, well, in order for the Earth to create life, we have to have this moon you know and you mm-hmm. know this and this and this and this and uh you know everything has to be just perfect and e- i think it was yeah. either carl Sag- saga 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 or uh isaac asimov one of the two had said that uh, that was their only argument for god they could not argue against was yeah the perfection of everything yeah well, I've heard this before from like even like a couple astronauts that uh, said they're religious because they think the science can't explain um, any like uh, all the like they named off a couple like a bunch of different things, but wow. they and they think that how it maybe it's not they, the way they framed it was like they they don't think that maybe there's not a god, but there is a designer. Uh, okay. That designed the grand architect, designed. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ar- the architect of our matrix. Like right, uh, right. I, there you go. <laughs> and um, uh, well, th- and then this guy talked about too that they don't. Uh, a lot of people now, or at least some scientists, I guess, don't think it was one bang, like the big bang. They think it was multiple bangs. Oh my gosh! Multiple bangs at once that sent all these different particles into collide into each other that created our galaxy or universe or whatever and i mean that would make the odds even higher you know for Mm -hmm. that to all happen you know i mean you know even the singularity uh which uh hawkins talked about you know you have to have a singular singular point it could be the tiniest you know like a tip of a needle you know Mm -hmm. or even smaller where all the matter of the universe is contained. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty intense if you, if you sit back and you think about it, but yeah. And this guy talked about too, is like how it's very similar about how like atoms work. It's like very, it's just, just like the solar system in a way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Now, there was an astronaut that uh, Joe Rogan had on his program. Yeah, that's which, the one I just listened to. Okay. Was, um, God, what yeah. was his name? Terry. Terry yeah, Verts. I don't remember. Terry Verts was his name. Yeah. And now he said when, before he went into space, you know, he was like, oh, I'm in the U.S. Oh, I'm in Australia. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And he said, but once he came back from space, it was like, that didn't matter anymore. He said a lot of the, the garble or the, the mess, you know, that the yeah. people on earth actually put on themselves, you know, it's, it's really kind of crazy, but it's everybody there. There's ah, man, there's not a lot to worry about. You yeah. Know, you know, once you've been in space and you see it, everything mm-hmm. kind of just makes sense you know or kind of yeah yeah well he's uh, one part of it he was talking about where he could see the middle east and he could like point out the west bank and everything oh it, wow and he's like you guys are all right next to each other and yeah. you're like uh 
you call them like a, a, a speck to this massive world and you guys just can't figure out how to get along. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh. holy smoke. I mean, and you think about it. <clears throat> One of the things in the Bible that was really unique about outer space. Okay. And uh, forgive me if I've got the wrong story here, but I think Mo Moses was it Moses was taken by God and take taken to heaven okay and Moses could for 40 days and 40 nights okay it's a, it's in the old testament and he could see the roundness of the earth hmm. now That's this was written, very interesting because if you think about that one statement you know that means you would have to be up in the sky high enough to actually see the curvature of the earth. Mm -hmm. Why else would you write that? You know, yeah. Thousands especially of years. When, yeah. Especially when everyone around you, I mean, I actually don't know how the timeline works up, but I'm pretty sure most people thought it was flat back then. <laughs> uh, if they even had a concept of it when Moses was there. I yeah, mean, true. Yeah, true. You know, they may not have even thought, well, maybe, you know, nothing. But, you maybe, know, yeah, they was, might have thought the land just goes on forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, literally, if they could walk around the earth, you know, it would, you know, they'd be, they'd never yeah. know, you know, I, I, <laughs> but if you, I mean, but this is, you know, so, you know, I have to, it's either Moses or it's, um, ah, some, one of those guys, Enoch, not Enoch. Um, well, even if it was Enoch, because the stories for Enoch, they say were written about 300 AD. It's still way before anybody ever thought about flying, you know, yeah. and going, mm -hmm. going into space and, you know, seeing the curvature of the earth. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's just really weird that, you know, the Bible can say this and, you know, we've got two creation stories in the Bible, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in Genesis chapter one is a creation story. Chapter two is a different creation story. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, if you think about why would the bio, you know, is this a typo? Oh, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, is it, is it, is it a typographical error? You know, did they mm -hmm. accidentally put in the same creation story twice? No. But I think what happened is, is you ever heard of the story of Lilith? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's why we have two creation stories. Mm -hmm. You know, up. I, Weirdly enough, I, you know, I don't, I mean, I never really read the Bible that much growing up or anything like that. And, right. um, but I learned a lot about the Bible by watching Supernatural. And I would just, I mean, it was a little like, really? you know what Supernatural is, right? It's a TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, like, it wasn't like they would depict characters accurately from the bible but it would bring in characters from the bible that i never heard of and i'd be like who is this and i'd look them up and like lilith really? was in the show oh wow and yeah and she's like the second hand man to satan because she was sent down to hell and see there's there's different different stories on lilith then because lilith well, was supposed to have you know she is supposed to witness She's supposed to live on Earth for eternity and witness a thousand of her babies dying every day. 
Yeah, which I don't know. I have no idea on that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, the I cool mean, thing too about the show is like they had angels in there, but they weren't like the typical angel like you think about. Like angels are all these; they're only good. They only do good, and they're there to protect us. They're our guardian angels. I was like, half these angels in this show did not. They did not like humans. They hated humans because they were jealous of them because God loved them more. The Watchers. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, which is, you know, in in the Bible. Um, and they, they, they really, who was it? Was it the Watchers? Man, I'm getting, I, I should have read up on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Like, yeah, the, I, I'm just talking from Supernatural. This oh, is all I know. <laughs> the Watcher, there was, there was a group of angels. Oh, man. I tell you what, if somebody out there could tell, help. There's a group of angels that really liked the women of man. Okay. Uh, they thought they were gorgeous. So they, you know, said, heck with this, we're going to go have fun. And they mated with all these women. And of course, in you know, these, these, for God bless, for lack of a better term, these half breeds. Okay. Were, were yeah. born and they were, uh, you know, some were giants, some were cyclops, you know, uh, monstrosities, you know, I mean, you could even say, you know, it was Bigfoot, you know, yeah. uh, you know, that type of stuff. That's in the Bible. Yes. And that is one of the, yeah. One of the reasons why we had the great flood. Okay. Okay. Well, that kind of uh, weird. It's kind of weird. Cause that kind of aligns with, uh, Greek mythology. Absolutely. It does. Yes. Cause Zeus was going around tricking women, human women all the time and sleeping with them all the well, time they all did they all did yeah 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 and a lot of them did yeah, yeah. and i mean it, yeah that's i mean yeah zeus uh let's see had hercules um, well geez i'm he sure had, he had plenty yeah, of kids ton of kids yeah but yeah. and i mean if you look at religions i mean take the oldest religion which is the Bezatine, uh anunnaki i, I don't even know what you're talking about Okay, uh, before biblical times, okay, sure. There was, there, uh, the the Anunnaki, I think the Anunnaki were the people from the angels, but the Byzantines, ah, I can't remember. Anyway, they had their religion, which they found all these clay discs, okay, that these this, these stories were written on. It's the Bible, okay, and in in their in their form of writing kanisha form or something man i'm so strung out today it's not even funny um yeah it's uh but anyway they they had the anunnaki which came down and they they basically mated with the monkeys you know if you will and they created the human race to mind aliens yeah well this is yeah they're saying you know i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens you know (laughs) i mean yeah yeah. uh oh i'd love to have him on a podcast that would be awesome that that crazy haired dude yeah yeah um aliens yeah i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens and he goes i'm not saying this but yes (laughs) that's a resounding yes but yeah, I mean, it's if you look at like even that religion, and then you look at the like the Greek and the Roman, which are basically the same the same type of religions. 
more or less, you know, your, your Egyptian religion, there's a lot of correlations in between that. You know, you take your Muslims, your, 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 well, your Jewish religion, if you will, is, is more old Testament Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all that it really truly is. And then, you know, they're all the same stories are just told differently. Even your like uh, Inca religions have very uh, have a lot of similarities to Christianity, to, to Muslim, you know, to, to Jew Jewish religions. I mean, it's it's really crazy. I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, there's only truly one explanation for it, and that's aliens. <laughs> or, or there is a god. And this or, is just all these different civilizations trying to understand their God. Right, right, right. So, yeah. I mean, if you if you take a look at it and say, okay, it's either aliens or it's God, you know, how can you actually sit back and take take an atheist point of view? Does, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, with all this, yeah. you know, history that we have on planet Earth and how it correlates and how we have different stories of the same events... Mm-hmm. you know and the even the store i mean even there's tribes in africa that have never had contact that we know of yeah have the same stories as like the the greeks or or, or the or the christians of you know earlier times is it do you think it's maybe possible that like maybe i don't know the original humans I don't know if there's a lot or a little, but maybe they had their own stories about where we came from, God or aliens or whatever it may be. And then, you know, as they separate throughout the earth and, you know, like uh, what's it called? The the telephone game. Yeah. Tell a story to someone. It changes a little bit. Well, eventually that's right. Uh, I get that. And and that's possible. Say you have a a group of uh, hominoids. Okay. Yeah. And they're in their, you know, rudimentary communications. They're they're telling these stories about a god or many gods. And as this tribe of hominoids gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then they start to separate and go their own ways, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then their stories would dilute. I mean, yeah. it, you know. But the problem with the telephone store game, if you will, is that the story completely changes. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Completely. So oh, okay. if this was, yeah, completely. So, I mean, eventually further on down the line, you don't even have anything remotely close to the original seed story. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, would, would it... You know, would it not dilute that much over, say, 10,000 years? You know, or even, well, I mean, but I mean, now we're talking, you know, we're going to have to rewrite human history now because they've discovered multiple things, you know, like, okay, well, the sea in the Sea of Japan, they found pyramids underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also really weird that, like, uh, the Egyptian civilization, they're like, they just disappeared. Like right. They don't know what happened to them. They just, uh, just disappeared. They, I mean, um, there's people that say that 
they, there's, I mean, I've heard this theory before that Egypt actually used to be like a very flourishing uh, forest and all these different uh, plants and trees that provided uh, nutrients for the people and like all these whatever. And there's, you know, wildlife all around. And then the climate change for whatever reason there. And so people are like, yo, there's nothing here. Let's get the hell out of here. Right. Um, but, you know, no one really exactly knows. And, and then there's interesting, too, because it's like, I wonder how many times that that's happened in history where you have like this, well, I would say the most advanced or a super advanced civilization, and then they just disappear. Okay, well, and let's, maybe let's take a look at that. Maybe... Take a look at that. You've got the, the Mayans. Mm-hmm. Okay, which well, they, they the have... Mayans slaughtered and it, forced to convert. Either the Mayans were or the Incas. One of the two disappeared. Yeah. Okay. One of the two disappeared. Okay. They have no idea what happened. They had cities that they can find, and there's oh shoot. They're still hit finding cities down in, in South America. Hmm. And but the jungle's taking them over, you know. So that's why they're they're difficult to find. Uh, one of the two, either the Mayans or the Incans, one of them di- completely disappeared. They have no idea what happened to them. They mm-hmm. think that they actually headed north. And mm-hmm. there's there's you know stories of you know the the. I think it's Incan, Incan gold you know, is buried somewhere in New Mexico, Arizona, Utah area. I mean, yeah, you know, um, which is funny too, because in Southern Illinois, uh, before I got down here, there was a story of a cave, if you will, that Mm -hmm. a farmer had lost one of his cows. So he went to go get this cow, thought it was a sinkhole. Okay could hear the cow inside so he's like he gets a ladder you know and and some ropes and stuff he was going to go get his this cow uh had a tractor backed up whole nine yards anyway gets down inside this this sinkhole if you will and Mm -hmm. it's not it's a cave and he says there were all kinds of like egyptian looking artifacts you know, and of course, you know, I mean, you, you got to realize Southern Illinois, you know, he's a farmer. This is probably in, you know, the 60 area, you know, maybe 70s. Sure. And, you know, so, I mean, he was probably wasn't, you know, wasn't that educated. So he, he was thinking this is Indian, an Indian treasure trove. Sure. He's yeah. like, wow. You know, oh, this is awesome. So they he gets a hold of uh, SIU College. SIU comes and takes a look at it. They're like, oh, this is not indian so they get the smithsonian to come out here oh wow yeah that's the end of the story Hmm. that's (laughs) interesting yeah it is very interesting Interesting. and it seems like there was a guy that i knew whose grandfather was somehow involved in this um yeah like they was this okay so is this like do you think the theory is like this stuff was taken from somewhere and then hidden in this they, there cave was, or There sinkhole? was a couple of different things. Yeah, they thought that the uh, uh, Templar Knights 
had actually oh, okay. came through here and buried that that was one of the theories another mm -hmm. theory was that uh, the egyptians themselves had a faction that split off and took a ton of treasures and mm -hmm. ended up in in you know in the united states in in central united states um there was uh oh well okay the uh hebrews Okay, now the Hebrews, when they left Egypt, Egyptian, you know, the slavery through Moses, okay, they stole everything they could get their hands on. Okay. Okay. They took anything worth of value with them. Okay. Sure. It, I mean, that's, and that's pretty common if they're a conqueror. Right. Like that's, well, that was common in the well, 20th century. <laughs> well, they weren't a conqueror, they were fleeing the Pharaoh. Okay. Oh, so okay, okay. The Moses they stole it, got to America. Stole, well, that was another theory. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah that I mean it, it is. It, but and a lot of it is is theory and and it's all speculation and you know, of course, I mean if the Smithsonian actually did come here and took all of it, nobody'd know because it's buried yeah. down in a basement and someplace. I kind of I kind of think that uh like we'll never know. Like, right. I don't think we'll ever get, like, I mean, unless time travel becomes possible. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll ever, ever figure out how to, how to, like, figure out, like, where we came from. And, like, we can theorize and maybe we'll all come to conclusion and be like, that one makes the most sense, I guess. Right. But, but <laughs> I, don't, then, you I know, don't think. 40 years, 50 years after, you know, everybody says, oh, that's got to be the way. That makes the yeah. most sense. Yeah. And I, I thought, pop up. Right. I thought, I thought about this too. Like, like you know we live in a time and we think we're we're in the most advanced society that's ever existed you know we, we can communicate all across the world you can oh, travel yeah. to another country like overnight like it's it's amazing we can go and to different we, planets allegedly yeah 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 there's there's that's in the idea or and we've been to the moon like that's crazy right allegedly and, <laughs> yeah allegedly <laughs> but i always thought too that's like you know, like back then we look back on history and we're like, God, those people were crazy. How could they believe like, like just something, something simple that's easy for us to understand that's bad today, like slavery. Right. But right. We look back and we look back on that. It's like, man, what is wrong with our aunt? Like why? why that was, that's <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there? yeah i'm here can yeah, you hear I said me it, i said like slavery was like five yeah i said like slavery was like five or six people ago like it's not that far ago and, right and we like you know that was a common thing i mean the abolitionist movement in the their pre-civil war was less than two percent uh vote it, it was like one of those things is like the party like if that if you know slavery was a normal thing today republicans and democrats would not touch this topic because they know they would probably lose an election if they even talk about it right um, right so and it kind of like blows my mind sometimes because it's like now what are we doing now that like 50 years from now the, the people of that time will be like what is wrong with those people <laughs> oh i guarantee, I, guarantee I know what exactly what it is what taxation <laughs> <laughs> well i heard that I've, I've heard this before would you say that a hundred percent of taxation is slavery a hundred percent of taxation is slavery i think it is slavery 
Yeah, so like all all the the fruits of your labor does not right. go to you at all. It goes to your master. That's right, which so, is our government, our yeah, self-created yeah. master. Yeah. So if 100% of taxation is slavery, at what percent is it not? Oh, that's that's brutal. That is brutal. I think it, it, even at 1% taxation is still slavery. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, instead of mining gold for the Anunnaki, you know, masters that we had, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, we're, we're, we're t in a sense mining gold, but it's just not really, you know, we're, we're doing services for the master, you yeah. know, and, and now we're paying this master to keep this machine that we call yeah. our government rolling. And I mean, it's just not, it's just not uh, capitalism or, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's also communism. It's, it's socialism in any, sure. in, any of the isms, I mean, is, is going to be slavery. I mean, and at, yeah. what, at what point do you say I'm no longer a slave? Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if, yeah, I have no idea if like 50 years from now, that's when like, you know, 50 years later, people are like, yeah, we were doing taxes back in the day. That that was insane. What's wrong with those people? Like, I, I have no idea. But it's just something I always think about. Like, I'm living in the now and I think everything around me normal and this is OK. I mean, there's some things that I'm obviously like, oh, I'm very against this or right, whatever. Right. But to some level, like I look at, you know, like things and I'm like, you know, this is like it's normal it's relatively normal for people to have a beer like drink right. and it's been that's been normal all throughout our human history and i'm not i'm not against anyone doing that or anything but who knows 50 years from now people are like you're putting poison in your body like that's disgusting like, don't smoking do that. smoking right right then, same thing yeah if you things change things can change rapidly in a society and if you if you would tell someone in let's say the 1850s that like say it's 1855 mm -hmm. and say if you tell someone at 1855 that slavery will be abolished throughout the entire land in 10 years <laughs> people will look at you like you're crazy oh yeah this is this has been around my whole life what makes you think in 10 years that it's going to change? Right. And who? And then five years later, the Civil War starts. And then five years after that, slavery has gone throughout the, the Western United States. Right. To a point. I mean, to a point, honestly. Because even after the Civil War, there was still slavery. It was just, yeah. a, just a different different title. Yeah. So I actually learned about this a little bit. Um uh, I, I read Tom Tom Woods had a book that was the uh, incorrect guide to or in, oh, sorry the politically incorrect guide to American history. Okay, and he hits on every era of uh, American history, and he starts off with like right before the Revolutionary War. Okay, um, so he talks about is like a, a huge argument was uh, it, it, do you think I'll just ask you do you think the Civil War was like about slavery knowing what i know now i would have to say no okay so i would agree with you because just like the south succeeded for slavery right and i would agree with that and i'd be like yeah they wanted their slaves and that you know they they, they were like hey we're, we're done with this 
And, but did the North invade the South because they wanted to end slavery? And I think that's where it gets fishy. Like, I'm not, I, I have no idea. I'm, I've read a few books, so I, I, I can act like I'm smart, but I really have no idea, to be right, honest. Right, right. But I think there's a lot of evidence to, the show that it wasn't about slavery like the, the the northern politicians weren't arguing we have to do this we have to invade to end slavery they were arguing to keep the union together that was always the same and even abraham lincoln said that in abraham's lincoln inauguration he said he wasn't even going to touch slavery and he's like oh, i'm gonna really? let slave states do slave states and then i'll and we'll we'll do a thing and i mean this was a very hot topic it would be like It'd be like a Democratic, uh, like presidential nominee going up and being like, "Let's get rid of all cops," like, like just all cops just gone. Like even right. even you know, Demi- you might think that the crazy, the, the 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 extreme left are the ones that are saying defund the police, but the moderate Democrats are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> Who's like, going to protect us?" Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, it's a common argument right now. So right. like. Abraham Lincoln didn't want to touch slavery and 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 here's another thing too this the the southern states that had slavery when they that didn't succeed because there was like three or four of them that didn't succeed from the south or with the south they stayed in the union and they still had slaves and he didn't end slavery in those states when the civil war was happening right so also here's another thing too that I found out about Illinois um Illinois had a law that if you were a black man or, or woman, whatever, black person going through Illinois and you didn't have a ID, that after two weeks, because they would give you two weeks to transit through Illinois to wherever you want to go, after two weeks, if they caught you, you would they would take you to jail and you would have to pay a bond to get out of jail. If you couldn't pay that bond, you would you would stay in jail or someone could come pay your bond and you would be in in, in uh, an indentured servant to indentured them for like servant. five yeah. five years. Oh wow. And I was like I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Yay, like, Illinois. <laughs> and it was like and Illinois was part of the North. I mean, that's right. where Abraham Lincoln came from. He was a senator from Illinois. Right. And it was just like was this really about slavery is like i mean that sounds like slavery with extra steps to me <laughs> yeah yeah it is and, and another thing that was very interesting was before um uh african americans like legit africans were the prime um suppliers of humans for uh right. slavery before that it was the irish it yeah. was um for basically a bunch of foreigners I mean, at the time, and, they were considered and even, foreigners. even lower class English. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it was the, the lower class the, people. Right. And do you know why that changed? Um, because, because the elites got tired of seeing people that look at them, that look like them in chains. Because it, it made, the, they felt more emotionally attached to those people oh, wow. because it was yeah. like, wow, I I would, I would, I could be that person because when you, when you're, when you have someone in chains that looks like you, they talk like you, they speak English at some level, like you, they, they have the same religion as you. They, they, they have all these things in common. It's a lot more easier for people to be like, oh my God, why are we doing it to the people that are just like us? 
yeah so yeah and while that was happening there was a black market for african slaves so they started importing them and the reason the black i mean government influenced slavery back in the day a little bit oh yeah and it was it was illegal to bring like foreigners you were allowed to like indentured servants like put them as slaves for you know seven to ten years or whatever the whatever the time was and it, it was because people literally got tired of seeing white people as slaves. So then, wow. the, then they started importing black people and it was more accepted in the society because they could recognize that, well, this person's different from me. These people come from savages. Like they're, they're from this foreign land. Like, and then they would actually use the argument that we're actually helping them because they were living in such a poor oh, lifestyle wow. that we provide, like them being slaves actually raise their standard of living. That was actually a common argument back then. Wow. <laughs> that was, speaking of raising the standard of living, was it, what the hell was I listening to? They were, they were talking about the standard of living, okay, across the board, across the world, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody today, is living better than they were a hundred years ago. Yes. Um, I mean, even 10 years ago, we are. And and you can maybe, you could point out a few extremes here and there, but But overall, overall, they said even, okay, now violent, violent crime has gone down. Not by, not by, you know, huge chunks of percentages, but by, you know, little by little, we are going down in that route. By private crime and state crime. Exactly. It is going down. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, we're actually living in a better world right now than, than we were say 10 years ago, but 10 years ago, you know, we didn't have all this, all this problems that we seem to have now. Okay. Either with, you know, racial inequities uh sure. you know systemic you know racism um sure. you know poverty the whole not you know the pandemic you know which is a whole nother thing but yeah i mean you know i mean we're actually I, living better now yeah well i think i think uh i i heard this before and it actually stuck with me a lot because I, people people would ask the question like you know we're in america so we have a very privileged standard of living that everyone is used to. Right. Like even our poor people like are used to a standard of living that's so much higher than uh, the, the, the vast majority of the world that they don't even understand that you're living like you are living like kings to these people. Like yeah. I, I, I live in an apartment. I, I, work, a, I work a very a simple barely over minimum wage job and i'm living like a king i have a tv in my room i I, I, right (laughs) i have a bed i have air uh i live in i'm I'm allowed to live in the desert because we have air conditioning here like this is yeah you're not sharing a room with six other people yeah yeah yeah, i don't share a room i mean i share an apartment with two other people but i don't share a room with nobody this is a very privileged thing to have and well and and, and, and more than likely not you know the size of your room is probably huge compared to some of the rooms and i'm just going to pick on say italy sure i mean i was in japan and i'll tell you right now that my room right now is bigger than any bedroom that i've ever seen in like uh uh uh, japan oh wow yeah 
Yeah. And, and so people always ask, like, you know, people are in poverty. Well, the standard of poverty in America is nothing like the standard of poverty in other countries. Like if you're not starving, like it, no one starves. The la- like I think last year there was like one person that starved to death and it was because he was just strung out so much on drugs that he didn't eat. Oh really? Wow. Like someone that actually no one dies of starvation in America. Like it's not a thing. And Really? I mean Look it up, man. I'm telling you. I mean, I might be off by a few few numbers. I mean, it could be I, I would bet it would under a hundred. I would bet you anything. It's okay. Under I, I mean, I'm not disputing you. It's just, it's just a bit of a shock. Cause you know, yeah. you see all the pictures of, you know, the homeless and the starving and yeah. you know, yeah. feed the children and you well, know, where do you see most of that stuff from? What do you mean? Where do I TV mainly? Exactly. Well, <laughs> you see a lot of it on TV, but my point was a lot of people ask, well, what causes poverty? And I think that's a stupid question to ask because poverty is the starting point. It's yeah. not like you're, it's not like you're born and you're, you're, you have a right to anything like, oh, I'm, 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 I have a right to this standard of living. Like no one has a right to that. Like the, and, and to say that someone does is insane. Like if you are born in this world and you grow up with very poor parents, well, that's where you start at. Like, right. I, that's just where you start at. So I think the question should be what causes prosperity? Because they're, what lifts people out of poverty? And I always, I always like that perspective better because if someone, you know, born, let's just say born in a family with a single mother that has five kids and living off welfare and they live in a trailer. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's really, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> is it so? Are they and like they in today's standard? They grew up, you know. I mean, and not not to not to say that that's not growing up poor or anything, because like you know, like obviously to us right here in America, we're like, God damn, that's poor. Like that's well, rough. yeah. Well, and, I, and, I, it, and if I may, uh, on your example, I mean that that family would be cooking out on an open fire uh to cook their meals melting snow for bath water yeah um you know one that i know at least one of the bedrooms was not attached to the trailer but was a shack outside and, yeah, and where would the, they use the yeah the bathroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the 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 gable or the 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 gable didn't come down quite all the way so in the winter time when they would wake up their beds were covered with snow. That's wild. I actually it didn't know that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and, but my, I, what, one thing that like, I, cause I love, I love this country. And one thing that I, I always look at is like, look at all of them now, all of everyone in that family, even, even, even like maybe the ones that we don't talk to, but look at them now. <laughs> like, like I would well, say that. I would, I would say, say they're say better that, off. All, all, that, all five are better off. I, I'm talking about wealth, specifically wealth, just wealth and standard of living. That's all I'm. That's all I'm talking about. And right, I, I, I mean, yep, you're right. They are every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, they are much better off today than they were. What is it? Forty years ago? Uh, now? Yeah, we'll go forty. 
and so like everyone said like everyone always has that saying too of like the rich get richer and the poor get poor and i think that's a false statement the rich might get richer i think but, the rich do get richer i don't see the, where yeah the poor but get i think poorer. the poor get richer along the way yes i mean ev- ev- the, the rich has all the advantages first they yeah. have all the accessories and all the cool things that we want now and now like you know, like, I mean, I was like a baby a toddler at the time, but like cell phones in the nineties was like a, only a rich person thing. And this was like the rich of the rich people. This oh, wasn't yeah. like, this wasn't like, Oh, you're making $400,000 a year. So you have a cell phone. Like, no, it's like, you got to be making bank, man. Well, there, now, now, yeah. Back then, back when I was, when I was still in the core, they had cell phones. Of course, they were the size of a suitcase. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it was a big item and, you know, just to make one stupid phone call, you know, it was like 10, $15. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and you had to have money. You, you, you remember when, uh, you would always harp on me about like, so we had Verizon growing up <laughs> right, and right. I was not allowed to text anyone with singular at the time when now it's AT&T, <laughs> but singular at the time. Right, right. <laughs> and if I did, I would get so much trouble. I mean, I don't yep. think I ever did, but I knew a friend and I think you know this story too, because his parents told you, um, he uh, found interest in my cousin who had singular and spent like so many times texting her and calling her and racked up the bill and their bill from his phone alone. And he was like, I mean, he had to been like 12 or 13 when this happened. And uh, it was. Okay, hold on. Who's your cousin? <laughs> okay, mom's cousin's niece. Her best friend that's a cousin. Uh-huh. Her her niece. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now and I then my that. like best friend growing up, you know, okay. lived yeah. out in the middle of nowhere in a trailer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. On a farm. Yeah. See now, okay. Um, now wait a minute. His parents never did tell me that. Yeah, they did. I and if they did, I probably just okay, whatever. Yeah, because I I didn't even know about this until you guys told me. Oh my god! That's how I found out was when wow. you told me. Oh no, kidding! Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw him today, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, how's yeah. he doing? I didn't. We no. didn't get to talk. He's, he's driving a nice truck. I mean, dude. He, uh, the last. I mean, this was a couple years ago, but the last time I was home, I was talking to him. He's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, he's, he. It seems like he is. Yeah. Yeah. He inherited his grandma's farmhouse. And that's where he lives at. Oh, does and he? then he he's a heavy equipment operator for this like construction company in Illinois. Wow. And I mean, he had, dude, he had that when he was like 20 years old. So he was like making big bucks, like the, the job that when he, if say you start a construction job, when you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. uh, er, like early twenties and you're the bottom of the barrel, usually it's like demolition yeah. uh, or Ground you work your way type. up. You're right. Right. But, but he got that he got like some certificate because they had like that weird I forgot what it was called but uh, in high school they had these programs where like uh, high school kids could spend half the day at like this a other boat school. school 
Yeah, I think it was. I think okay. it was. And he got a certificate in heavy equipment operator. And so he was making like 28 bucks an hour as a 20 year old. Jeez. Yeah. Why didn't you Who hang out with he... him more? <laughs> right. Well, he's a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was your first fight, wasn't it? With him? Yeah, it was like seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like seven years old. I actually might have been younger than that. I, I actually don't remember. I think it's you were you actually, guys. no, seriously. I think you guys were younger. Uh, I don't think you guys were really. I don't remember when his cool. mom was babysitting me. Okay. I don't remember I think that it was at all. more of a, uh, like almost like pre-type school. Okay. You know? So you may have been like pre-kindergarten type era. No. Yeah. But like back to my original point yeah, sorry, is I'm that. Sorry. He made he texted you know my cousin and wrecked because he had Verizon, she had singular, and it racked up their bill. Dude, there's parents. I remember that. I mean, actually, maybe you guys told me half the story, but I remember his parents talking to me about this too. You know, I kind of remember a little something about it, and yeah, because it because it became a big it it became a big joke because because like, um his mom would say like don't you bring your cousins around i don't want him <laughs> racking up the cell phone bill. <laughs> and uh yeah but it was like 300 dollars that they had added on to their bill because of him texting back and forth from verizon to sing now that's not a thing like that's yeah, not a no. thing anymore no it's not like, like and you... anyone has access to it so like as Yes, the rich are getting richer and they will always get richer. But yep. as the rich get richer, all at the bottom barrel of society is moving up. Like all the accessories that you thought were impossible, like just like cars. Cars used to be when they first came out was a rich person thing. Oh, yeah. Now you, you can find anyone and everyone that, that owns a car. Now, you know, this time of season has always been like a, a depressive thought you're drinking coffee bro <laughs> well it was coffee and then i uh switched to a beer uh, but i the thing is okay like this this type of season and stuff is is like super depressing okay mainly for me be. for mainly uh, and it always has been for me not like you know oh god i'm gonna suck start a shotgun or anything you know but i mean it's it's just like i feel bad for people that don't have you know oh really yeah i, I mean really it tears me up and i always picture okay it's gonna really get kind of kind of weird okay our house that we that we moved to when we had well when when you found carly where we were living at with, with carly okay by the grade grade school yeah yes okay so i always picture that living room being completely stark empty okay the wooden floors underneath you know we didn't <laughs> have you know the tv there was no tv no no real furniture if there was it's you know this is yeah. in my mind this is in my mind and I picture mm -hmm. you as a little two, three-year-old kid, you know, with the big head and the, and, and, you know, the lips and, and everything sitting in the middle of the floor. I can picture it being cold. I can actually feel this, you know, the, the room temperature being cold. Is this like your imagination, dude? Yes, this is my imagination. This is in my head. That's and this funny. is what really messes me up this time of year. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
it's Christmas time, okay? And there's nothing there. You know, I mean, yeah. it is it is set with like, like a heavy, you know, like in a heavy blue light. You know, it's, it's like dang- the worst. Yeah, it's like the worst Christmas imaginable for a father. Right. And I mean, that, that kills me, dude. I mean, even to this day, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it's like, this is what I picture in my head. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's... But you know, if I if I take a step back and think, are there kids out there like this? Mm-hmm. I mean, are there? I mean, do are we? Sure. That, are there people out there that poor that they I can't? Think, yeah, I think they do exist. I'm not saying they don't, and, and that might even just because their parents are just shitty, not because right sitting around smoking crack all day. And, yeah, right. Like who knows? I, I'm sure there's. I'm sure. I'm sure there's the worst imaginable stories possible out there. But I just don't think that narrative is as big across the country as people let it off to be. Okay. I mean, you know, because, I mean, yeah, see, see now it's got me all fucked up in the head right now. <laughs> you know, thinking about yeah. stuff like that because, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, truth to be told, I mean, you know, we're not doing bad. You know, we're not doing great. You know, we're not, For sure. we, don't, we don't have Donald sure. Trump money, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they're they're still after me about the taxes um <laughs> but i mean yeah, yeah it's you know i mean and i don't know man it's it just still like i said we've got we've got enough you know sure. and it, it just are there people out there that that don't have that i mean well i think i mean i uh like we were kind of saying earlier that the standard of living, even like for the poor people here is better off than some countries out yeah, there. Right. And, but, um, it, it, it always, I, I, it, it, yeah, I guess things could be worse and things can be, are probably are worse for some people out yeah. there. And, um, but it's pretty amazing to watch Christmas time happen to me because that's when, People are, are most charitable. Ch- charities go up in donations. Um, like y- you see things like the Marine Corps does, like the the, the toys for tots. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my football team in high school, we did that. We yep. would go to. We did that. Uh, I don't know where where parents, which is almost kind of hard to imagine, but parents would basically say like, "I can't afford toys for my kids this year," and these were all local people. Right. And our football team did that. That's where we, you know, we go to Walmart, the local Walmart and pick out a bunch of random different toys. They would assign us like two kids and we'd be in like a group and we got to go pick out toys for like two kids. And they now, would do you, put a do list you remember, of like, do you remember the names of those two kids or? No, no, I was going to say, I don't, be... I don't, I don't know if they gave us a name to be honest. Oh, okay. I was going to say, they might really have just listed her. To go back well, now, I, you know, which yeah, is 10 I years think, later and see where I those think, kids are at. Yeah, it would be cool, but I think they kept it discreet for a okay. reason. Yeah, uh, that's, cool. And, that's cool. And so the only thing we would get would be like, we would know if it was a boy or a girl, and we would know three toys that they're interested in. Oh, I see. Okay. So then we would go, and then they would say like, okay, uh, this group, you have these two kids, and you have a, a limit of, everyone has a limit of $100 or something. 
Right. So you got to do 50 bucks between two kids or something like that. It was actually a lot, a little bit more than that, but I don't remember the exact numbers, but uh, it was, and it was really cool because not only do like, you know, even in high school, it was like, wow, we're picking out toys for like poor kids and giving it. And it was always fun for us. Cause it was like, we got together and it'd be like, Oh dude, look, we got the, the they have a Lego millennium Falcon now. And it would be like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, we didn't have that when we were kids. Or they have this, like, super, like, decked out Nerf gun. And it would yeah. be like, I had, like, a pistol Nerf gun back in when I was growing. Like, this is so cool. So it was always cool for us to, like, play and stuff. And they made it, like, they made it kind of fun. Like, that was really cool. They made it fun for us to, like, go around and pick out toys. And, I mean, I'm not saying this is true for every kid out there. But it's, like, even the poorest kids in our community got got toys they got something they didn't they didn't just get ling half to dry and yeah. and i think you're i think you'll see as well i mean as our prosperity is rising i think you'll see more and more of that i mean do you i mean now in your opinion would you think that you know there is a limit to our prosperity? a limit to um that depends if there's a limit on human innovation I mean, well, I mean, do you think that, you know, say the U.S. is going to continue to keep ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, ramping up? Well, that that's a huge, that's a lot, that's a big question that I don't really know how to answer. But yeah. I mean, it, like with the political and economic diet, like the uh, atmosphere going on right now, I, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you, but um, if, if we keep on the if we keep on the innovation and technology creation that the trend that we've been on for a hundred years now, yeah. yes, definitely for sure. And I think after like after, every 10 years, it's like everyone's life is, is getting almost better in my opinion. I mean, I think it, I think it's going to be like, kind of, in my opinion, it's, it's going to be more like the, uh, the housing market, you know, it's just going to, Oh, a bubble. It's, you know, we're, we're going to get to a point where it's, you know, you can only, you know, <laughs> you can only print so much money, you know. Sure. I, then, well, I think that, yeah. that that plays a part into it with like the economics and, you know, what the right. Federal Reserve does and just what the, just what the market does in general, what the yeah. free market does in general. Like you, it's, it's hard to predict. And but I mean, I, I mean, in my opinion, like I think whatever this uh, monetary system of for the economy that we have. I, it's an experiment, and I think the experiment's going to fail eventually. Eventually, now, every every experiment comes to an end. I mean, it does. Yeah, and you know, like I mean, if you like, I, I mean, if I knew everything I knew now back in 2012 right. or two whatever, then there would be no way I'd tell you that we'd go 26 trillion dollars in debt and we'd still be doing what we're doing right now. Right. Like, I would not have predicted that. It's kind of insane that we're $26 trillion in debt. And now you, you want to hear we're, something we're still really, going. You, you want to hear something really crazy? What? You know, with the Dow Jones? What? Industrial average. Do you ever remember me telling you about the Dow Jones industrial average? I remember, I remember the Dow Jones always is a big one for everyone. And I remember you talking about it when I was, uh, particularly, I remember it more in high school when you were, be, you there, know, <laughs> oh God, I don't even remember what year this was, 2007, 2009 ish. Mm -hmm. 
This bet would have been right. Yeah, had to have been. Uh, we're predicting, you know, that the, the Dow Jones was going to be, we did, I didn't have a time, an exact time, but I knew it was going to be years in advance. The, the Dow Jones was going to peak out at 36,000. What's it at right now? 30,000. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Because hang, I mean, hang on, dad, I gotta, I, I really gotta pee that call. Oh, okay. Me. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pause. I'll, okay. I'll be right back. All right, bud. Hello everyone. This is Craig from the unbeaten path, but this is something that is really close to my heart. And I think everybody should take a moment and think about it. Uh, if you have the time and the opportunity, I'd like everybody to go to the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital at stjude.org. And you can make a donation there. You can make a donation to end childhood cancer. So, again, like I said, I'm not a, 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 a licensed sponsor, I guess. But this is just something I'd like everybody to do. You can go in. You can make a, a one-time donation. You can make a monthly donation. And you can help out a lot of kids just with a simple donation. In Christmas spirit and New Year's spirit, let's make 21 a better year than 20. And uh, let's get on there and make your donation. Thank you. Yeah, I went and grabbed me some local brew. Supporting yeah, the I local. Just, local just good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> this is a midnight IPA from the St. Nicholas Brewing Company, which is now used to be the landmark. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They make their own beer? Uh, they make it over in DuCoin, and they own two St. Louis Nicholas St. Nicholas Brewing Company places. And yeah, yeah. There's something something funny too is uh, uh, people mm. that like I, I I mean I never really cared. Maybe it's because I grew up where there's not a lot of like local breweries necessarily. And I never was really interested in like all different types of beer. But uh, when, when I work at that, that axe throwing venue and we have a few, we have like three or four local beers and oh, wow. tourists are obsessed with them. Really? Like that's all they want. That's all they want. If they come from out of state, they want the local, they want the local. Well, this and I wouldn't suggest to anybody. Huge. What is it? An IPA? It's or an IPA. Dark? I don't like midnight. IPAs. It's called Midnight IPA, and I'm assuming the way it looks, it is a it is a dark. It's got a funny taste. I mean, it's almost like a licorice taste to it, which really threw me when I first took that swig. I mean, I was actually choking on it. It's like holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah there's so. a there's a local beer here, and uh, it's Uncle Bear's is what the brand is but hmm. they have a double chocolate porter it doesn't sound bad sounds thick and they have a peanut butter cup porter no way absolutely yeah. not <laughs> i mean I, I had them and it wasn't like bad like where i was like oh this is disgusting but like i would never get another one yeah now i've had uh, well over at uh, in perryville there's a place called saint mary's and they do brewing and of course, then they, they, of course, they get beers from everywhere, but, um, they had one and I, it's, it's just right down the St. Mary sits on the corner. You, you've been there that little burger joint. 
I don't remember if I have. Oh, you don't? No. Well, after we went to, um, was it uh, Zombie Beach or? Uh... I didn't go to that. Yes, you did. When? Oh, do I have to bring up her name? Morgan? No, Crazy Cat Lady. We went there with her? Yeah. Do you remember? No. Oh, dude, man. Was I still in the Marine Corps? Yeah. Yeah, I had to have been. Yeah. I had to have been, yeah. Yeah, you were still in the Marine Corps, yeah. We had the Jeep. It was pouring down. We had the top off of the Jeep. It was pouring down rain, and your mom and old girl was, was, was in there in the jeep me and you were out there putting the top on and we were soaked we I did it out actually, of pink. I do. this was did yeah that. i remember that yeah but now i don't we, remember the zombie place well I, I can't remember what it what is it called it's uh not zombie it's uh it's that it, it was an old rock quarry oh uh, uh man what the hell was the name of it yeah, survivor know. beach um no See, I don't remember that. Don't you don't remember, remember me going off the slide and then doing that backflop? Oh, okay. I remember this. I remember okay. This. It, yeah. Yeah, we were all, yeah, 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 yeah. Fugitive yeah, Beach. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yep, that's it. But anyway, on the way back, after get completely being soaked and, and cold and miserable, uh, we ended up at Mary Jane's. And yeah, it's just a burger joint. Is all okay. it really? I mean, it's like a gourmet burger place. You said St. Mary's at first. That's why I was like, "What?" St. Mary's. That's oh, what you said the first time. Did I? No, you're yeah, right. You Mary Jane. We were at St. Mary's. Oh, I was like, the school, you. the church. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man, I'm messed up. So, uh, <laughs> no, Mary Jane's. That's it. Okay. But I had I've had a lot of like craft beers. Not craft. I guess they are craft, but uh, local beers there. Um, that a grapefruit one wasn't bad you know I, I mean you know if you like blue moon you'd like this one yeah but this tastes like licorice that doesn't sound good with a beer but I, I and i don't like like the the weird obscure flavors like i yeah. just you know uh, yeah i don't either mm. and this like, i don't mind be... like citrus i don't mind citrus in a beer like that's okay right well, I'll I mean, put like I'll a, put, a lime or in lime orange. In, in yeah, Corona. yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> the ones that's like chocolate or yeah. just like something weird, man. Like I'm. Hey, get for your this coffee, crap out of here. Hey, for your coffee, seriously, take a pinch of cinnamon. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard this before. Yeah. Uh, wow, I tried it this morning, and it was wow. really good. Yeah, it was really good. It wasn't wasn't you know one of those candied up coffees or anything and i just drink it straight black and, and a pinch of cinnamon in it and i also read or was looking at um turmeric to put some turmeric in there also if you like if you do like a chocolatey coffee put uh cocoa in it but put cayenne pepper in there oh too. interesting yeah yeah i had uh I picked up like little dark chocolate Tabasco. Dude, it was good. Really? Yeah, it was real. I mean, it was like, oh, woo, that's a little spicy. But once you got over that, it was good. And they say it's actually supposed to be pretty healthy for you. You know, so yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. 
Oh man, I don't even know where we were at. I know where you're talking about that Dow Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I mean, I actually, yeah, thirty-six thousand isn't that far off. And yeah, but I mean, it's the 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 crazy thing about this was it just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty-six. It, it it peaks at thirty-six and it drops again. Then it, it continues to to go up. You know, and I mean, yeah, and it's, this has been, geez, well, 13, 14 years ago, you know, that I was doing all that work on the stocks, you know, so. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know, like, I, it's, it's kind of hard because like a lot of the, you know, the stocks are like, you know, it's all monetary. So you have no idea, like, like it doesn't like it it just clearly doesn't make sense to how like stock market's going up and then the entire almost like ha- at least half the country's economy is just shut down. It's well, like, okay, the now the stock market Okay, the thing people have to realize the stock markets like your Dow Jones, you know, your S&P, your Nasdaq, uh, th- that type of stuff. Those are they take x amount of stocks and they average them all together. They, they put them all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. Uh, so it's more of like a barometer, if you will, uh, of, of stocks. Okay. Like, you know, they can say, okay, well, the Dow Jones is up by, you know, 1.2%. And this was actually really caused by the technical or uh, the, you know, uh, or, you know, the, you know, the, uh, God bless it. I'm trying to think what it is. Uh, here we go with the words again. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the technical indices or whatever, um, you know, so like, you know, your, your electronic companies, you know, mm-hmm. or your technical industry, you know, they, they really caused the surge in the, in the Dow Jones and, like if you look through history on the Dow Jones, you know, even though like in, in like 1929, when you had the crash, the crash didn't bottom out for a while afterwards, you know, it wasn't, you know, October, you know, it, it dropped and then, you know, you had your big fall and then of course it came back. No, it, it dropped and then it continued to drop, you know, for I oh, think yeah. like two or three years afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it was kind of, you know, which we haven't seen, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, the, the market crashed yeah. and, you know, we haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. Like really a real, dep- like a real depression. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but even though those stocks all were going down, there were stocks that went up. Mm. So, you know, I mean, it was a low percentage, sure. but you know, so it's the, the Dow Jones industrial average is just that it's, it's an average and it, it's more of a barometer of your stock market or a barometer of your economy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can trade it, but it's, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it, it you got to like really start figuring in when you're doing your trades on like stuff like that, you've got to really start figuring in human emotion. Because people are cattle, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, literally. Just for a, a quick example, um, uh, 
uh, Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. the owner of Tesla, when he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, hell, Elon Musk. Okay. Tesla dropped by, I I don't remember exactly, but it was somewhere in the ballpark of like five to 10%. Was this just recently? This is a couple years ago. It might be a year ago now. A year or two ago. I don't remember exactly. And then it was like a week or two later, their stock was never, was reached the highest point that it's never reached in history. So it looked like, so it, what happened is like Elon Musk smoked weed on Joe Rogan. The internet, the media blew it up. It was like, Oh my God, this is weird. You know, a CEO of a company smoking weed on Joe Rogan. (laughs) It pissed off. It pissed off a lot of the executives and they, they said they were all, this was disgusting. Like blah, blah, blah. Like we don't, we don't want a CEO that does this stuff. So (laughs) I think, I think a lot of people saw that and were like, Oh crap, dude, you know, Tesla's gonna fall. So people started selling their stocks and then, like three, I might, I have no idea actually the time frame. It could have been mm-hmm. a week, a di- two days. I have, I have no, idea. I don't remember exactly. But it, shortly after that happened, they reached their highest amount of uh, pricing for their stock ever before. Well, they're hell, they're like you know, and I, I haven't looked at it today, but I mean, last time I looked at Tesla, they were like at six hundred and thirty nine dollars a share. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, me and your mom, we we've got some Tesla you know Hells, so yeah yeah i mean you know it's just like you know all hail elon musk you know <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah i mean uh, and, i'm hoping but they it, really do it comes it comes into effect too of like how much of the company is uh like um what's the word i guess prospering from their company like just from their company to be in their company or how much of it is prospering because of the state. And it's really, it's really hard to tell. And it's really hard to kind of predict at least for, I guess, a, a normie like me, who doesn't really understand stock that much. Um, but I like, it's like there's certain things like um, when, uh, like for cigarettes, for example. So like cigarettes were, they started, they, you know, they're bad, whatever. And then all of a sudden, um, a couple, you know, years, a couple years ago, 10 years ago, whenever it was, all these like uh, vapes started becoming the thing. Yeah. And um, I mean, they were doing great. They're like, that's what the kids want these days. Like I, I've seen, you know, 18, 19 year olds with their vapes all the time. Like, I think, I think it's more likely for teenagers to pick up vaping than to pick up smoking. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, with the, uh, on the vaping, I know you're going a different direction, but you know, the vaping, how you can get like bubble gum and tutti frutti and, yeah. you know, yeah. candy, you know, for kids, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what kind of message are we sending? I'm sorry, go ahead. Sure. And I can understand people's reaction to it, but um, then I don't know. I think it was Trump. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who it was actually, but the government, put it into mandates for like, you know, you can't sell these certain flavors. And when that happened, the, you know, vape industry started going down because they weren't making as much money because they weren't selling as much products. And, and I, and you know, when I see things with the, you know, stock market, sometimes I'm always like, is that because the company sucks? The company did something wrong. Is that human emotion like the Elon Musk thing? Or is it, you know, the state enforced some law 
where these companies can't make money this way anymore or something like that. You know, I mean, and, and that's a huge argument, dude. I mean, huge, mm-hmm. you know, you know, is it, is it, um, you know, what controls the price of a stock? Is it, is it the state? Is it the people, you know, yeah. is it, I mean, is it the company actually doing really, really good, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, I'd even subscribe to a theory that, uh, everything had a place and everything had a time, um, and everything yeah. had a price. So you can actually gauge that through almost through astrology or astronomy, if you will, not really so much astro. I guess I had a really good friend. I don't know if you remember him, uh, Ken, who was, um, he was phenomenal at astrology. I mean, sure. You know, I mean, he was like, damn, this guy is good. You could, I don't remember that name. Okay. All right. He was kind of a crazy looking dude. He had a beard, um, gray haired. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he was really a cool guy. Um, and I mean, he firmly believed in astrology and, uh, you know, so what we did is we took like a lot of his knowledge and applied it into the stock market. Sure. And, you know, you could actually time stocks by, in my opinion, astronomy. Okay. Which is different. Astronomy is basically, how, you know, the planet. Huh? Yeah. I understand what a strong, a strong, how, how it correlates how it is. Everything is cyclic. Okay. Everything. Okay. Everything has a cycle. Everything has a pattern. I mean, you can, you can go back, you know, all the way back to Fibonacci. Um, Like history repeats itself type thing. In a sense. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about cycles and wars. Okay. At one point in time, uh, the U S was involved in an armed conflict approximately every 20 years. So once every generation, we would have a, a, a conflict where we sent troops and people died and, and stuff like that. Now, I did this while I was in the Marine Corps. I looked at all the historical you know, stuff from you know, the U.S. and actually mm-hmm. predicted you know, that, okay, Vietnam technically ended in like 1976. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it started, I think in like 1965, I want to say. And so you you take the median on there and then add 20 years to that, which puts you at approximately 1990. Oh, when you went to desert storm. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, you could even include Panama in that as well. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Now, so that's a cycle okay but now with wouldn't stock, that get a little thrown off though it does there 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 is a uh it, what we called it was an orb it was plus or minus two degrees um okay. an orb uh so you could say you take the bible and you get into different stuff to where a day is a degree a day is a year a year is a you know how does that go it's in the Bible. Um, you know, a, a day for a year and a year for a day. Okay. So a day is an actual degree. Okay. 
of the way the earth rotates or, or, or orbits the sun. That's one degree. Okay. One day is one, 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 uh, one day. So a degree, you know, so we say plus or minus two degrees. Okay. So plus or minus two days on a cycle for stock. Okay. For example, Walmart stock every seven days, it goes up, it drops, it goes up, it drops, it goes up, it drops every seven days. Every fifth cycle, approximately, okay, every fifth cycle, it goes up, it drops, and then when you hit that fifth cycle, it doesn't go up, it goes down, and then okay. comes up, and then then it goes up again, drop, and then every fifth fifth cycle, approximately, you could you could bank on this, and people never saw it. Um, hmm. yeah, so you know, again, you have a plus or minus on there, you know, it's, it, you can get kind of tricky. Now, Walmart was measured by earth and Venus. Okay. So you had earth and Venus, the way they, they would rotate around the sun, a heliocentric orbit. And every time they were so many degrees apart, there was a, a, a change in the stock. And then, I mean, this is really, really basic stuff. So, I mean, okay. not, I mean, I'm trying to explain it really basic. There's yeah. a lot more to it, but it's, it just, and nobody sees this. And so like, for example, Oscar Mayer, okay. The company Oscar Mayer. Now that has an annual cycle. Okay. <laughs> Which is really funny. And it, it, Okay. When does Oscar Mayer sell the most hot dogs? Fourth of July. Yep, exactly. So the stock goes up and up and up and up. It, I mean, it, it does its little sawtooth all the way up. Fourth mm -hmm. of July, boom, it hits, drops off. Yeah. Cycle starts over. Um, Mayan calendar is based on cycles. I'm not even going to pretend to know the name of these. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, uh, Ka and, and Dao and Tao. And I mean, sure, yeah. but the, they're all cycles. And you have like a, you know, a monthly cycle, a yearly cycle. And I mean, they even have the big cycle, which is 26,000 years. Now, which we get back to the alien thing, right? <laughs> the The argument is, is if you are our civilization, why would you need the, to know what happened 5,000 years ago? It doesn't yeah. make really a whole lot of sense, but they did. They backtracked it all the way back to a certain event. And that's when they started their 26,000 year cycle. I mean, okay. it, it, yeah. And, and really to wrap it up, this is, this is basically your damn, um, your cycles, what we were talking about with cycles. I mean, it's, it's, I know it, it's, it's kind of so hokey. Is, yeah. So is every, you think everything is 
Cycling? I guess. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Everything. Everything. Even human action? Huh? Do you think human action is... That's that's the whole thing. Um, Okay. Human action. Okay. What the moon has a gravitational pull on the earth, correct? I mean, we can say scientifically for sure the moon gravitationally pulls on the earth. Okay. That's how we get the waves and, you know, that type of stuff. Okay. Now, the moon also has a, has an effect on people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you, the reason you can say this is because the human body is made up of what? Water. 90, is it 98% of the human body is water? Is that right? Uh, or 78 maybe? Than, yeah, 78. Okay, 78% of the human body is water. Mm-hmm. So your, your lunar cycles, okay, are 28 days, right? Okay, so you could say that they affect the human body. So human behavior is actually timed or affected by the moon, the moon. The moon. Oh. Okay. And which, I mean, you know, of course we have legends about the werewolves and, you know, sure. the and full then, moon. Right. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you, you could hear people that you would say like are magical or fortune tellers where they'll judge people's, fortune or whatever based on cycles on the moon and you know right. on this full moon you're gonna have a bad day or like whatever absolutely whatever and that's your whole basis of astrology mm-hmm. um you know i mean you know a lot of places like hospitals and police departments and stuff like that'll say oh you know it's yeah you know full moon you know we, we get a lot of activity or i've heard it opposite every new moon they get a lot of weird activity Okay. You know, like people kind of go nuts, you know. Um, Hmm. Now, every planet in our solar system has gravitational pull on each other, correct? Yeah. That's how we keep in orbit and, you know, even even Saturn has an effect on Earth. Even some minuscule effect, there's still some effect. There is still some effect, right. So when you have certain alignments of planets okay which i'm glad you brought this up man um (laughs) when you have certain alignments of planets you can have certain effects on the population now is it 100 absolutely not but you know for the mass majority you know you you will have uh, you know an alignment of planets and a gravitational effect it may be minor but it will affect some people in that sense so december 21st okay which is what okay quiz time winter solstice Uh, winter solstice oh yeah winter solstice okay which i i celebrate more than i do christmas all right (laughs) that's in three days (laughs) heck yeah so your 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 winter solstice is occurring here on the 21st do you know what else is occurring on the 21st no you haven't heard oh my gosh eight every 800 years this occurs oh isn't it like something with mars jupiter and saturn jupiter jupiter and saturn yeah are gonna be within like one degree or point 
one degree and it's called a conjunction and they're going to be mm -hmm. so close it's going to look like a singular star oh, okay. okay okay so that's cool yeah i mean and on the winter solstice nonetheless so i've, I've that, really that been is trying really to, interesting yeah i've really been trying to reach out to like some astrologists and for lack of a better word witches as well uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and i mean honestly it'd be cool it'd just be interesting yeah I, i've been trying to i've been trying to reach out to them and trying to get them on podcasts and i can't can't get anybody so far to you know come out and openly speak about it because you kind of sound i mean i guarantee you <laughs> i sounded a bit crazy you know yeah you know, hey, I want you to talk about your uh, your belief in the planets and stuff, and tell us what our mood, moods are going to be. And that's like, right. <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, who's this idiot? What is he smoking? Yeah. You know, and who wants to talk on a like a, something that is frowned upon in most of society? And someone like, oh, you want me to publicly talk about this? Right. Like, no. What right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's I don't know. It's just it's it, it's something that I really can't say that I believe in. A hundred percent. I do see some unique stuff. It's like the whole alien thing. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. It, it, and you see something that's like, wait a minute, that's, oh. you. It, it's something that you, you might not get the truth out of it, right. but you could get more information out about something that you're already interested in and it could they could bring a perspective to it that you'd be like oh i never thought of it like that and right. maybe it reinforces your uh belief or it discourages your belief well, I mean, like, you oh, know, that's crazy we could talk about cycles as far as like presidents go if you want which is going to be really kind of crazy okay 1860 okay election of 1860 who won Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. That is correct. What happened to Abraham Lincoln? He was shot. He was shot. Okay. 20 years later, another president was elected into office. He died in office. 20 but doesn't that break somewhere? It did break in 1980 with Ronald Reagan. He didn't die. He did not die. He was shot. He did not die. Okay. Now... Okay. Um, the theory has it that his wife, Nancy Reagan, was huge into astrology. And Ronald Reagan was forewarned about this through her astrologer. That's the conspiracy theory. Okay. It broke. Okay. Now, remember I told you about Walmart? It, it would go up, drop, go up, drop. Yeah, every seven every, days, yeah every fifth cycle what would happen it would it would drop and drop keep dropping right it would and change. then go back up it would, yeah, change. it would change it's called it's called an inversion okay now mm -hmm. from abraham lincoln to ronald reagan is 120 years okay so you're saying 120 years is the inversion exactly 100, 120 years is also a cycle what? cycle of a certain planet it takes what planet i'm gonna say jupiter okay well what about and i may be wrong it may be saturn 20 years after ronald reagan is the cycle just over who uh, well i i don't know i mean 
It's it's all that would be that was Bush or Barack. Obama. Yeah, it was Barack Obama. Now, absolutely nothing happened then. Okay. Yeah. So, like Bush had a, a shoe thrown at him at least, but Barack right, Obama. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, nobody was crazy enough to, you know, go after Barack Obama. It'll be a racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> be selling with James Earl Ray. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's so you, you look at your cycles. Okay. Ronald Reagan was 120 years. Okay and was did not die in office okay so yeah. the next one could be your actual what but he was there was an attempt on his life okay yeah we'll just sure. say that the next one obama could have been you know the inversion if you will okay okay, okay. now we're we've elected an 89 year old is that right is joe biden 89 I think he's more 79. Why am I thinking 89? Holy crap. Okay. Say 79. Uh, regardless, 79 year old dude. Okay. Going into a, a high stress office. 78. I just looked it up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Going into a high stress office. Now, I, have you seen pictures of like Clinton before? Yeah. And yeah, at, yeah, yeah. It kills him. Yeah, 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 for sure. You I know, mean, like Barack Obama was r relatively young for president's yeah. age, at least in our day and age. And uh, yeah, huge differences. Yeah. His hair is like from black to like white. Almost, at the end yeah. Of his yeah. Grayish white, but yeah. Yeah. So it's high stress. Now, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after our inversion, we go back to our regular pattern of our 20 year cycle. Mm hmm. Is it possible that Biden is going to die in office or not finish his presidency? Let me rephrase that. We may, because in, in the year 2000, also, we entered into the age of Aquarius as well. I don't know, what does that mean? Uh, age of enlightenment. Okay. Uh, which was predicted, oh God, hundreds of years ago. Um, a certain sun pattern or something like that would actually entered into Aquarius. And what was that? Oh. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the government. <laughs> They're watching. Yeah. So the, you know, the age of Aquarius, it's age of enlightenment. So a lot of information is going to come to light in this. So you know, you could see, you know, now we've entered into a different phase. Instead of the president's dying in office, they have to be removed. Hmm. Yeah, I, and that's well, I mean, speculation. Yeah, that's just bullshit. I mean, that, I mean, that's kind of interesting because, I mean, at least it feels like things are different now. Yeah. And it see, I mean... I mean, if Obama was such a good president as a Democrat and whatever he did, why did he, the end of his presidency end in Donald Trump, who is supposed to be like the, you know, the worst the possible person. Right. Yeah, the Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it, it's weird too, because one side might see Obama as the Antichrist and the mm -hmm. other side sees uh, Trump as the Antichrist. Yeah. Um, but still my point stands if obama was such a good president that you deem is such an amazing president and it was the best eight years of 
American history or whatever, how did it end in what you deem as the worst president in American history? Um, uh, and I think maybe if you say Obama was the inversion, well, things really changed after yeah. Obama. And what I mean by that is I don't think, I think Trump put the spotlight on politics. And this is something that Murray Rothbard has talked about before where the state wants wants politicians to be as boring and use the most intellectual big words as possible because it'd be like, oh, they're boring. This is this is no fun to watch. And they're talking about things that I don't understand. So let's just leave it to the, the professionals. Leave it to the guys that know. Yeah, yeah leave it yeah. to the guys that know. Right. And I think... I th- kind of think that o- Obama was the last of the boring politicians. Like, you know, Bush, I would say definitely was a boring president. Ooh, yeah. Is like, as like, as he talked and stuff. And Obama might have been uh, a better version, or at least like when he spoke, it was very passionate. And I would say he was a very good speaker. He was very good at that. Yes. And, um, and it made it seem like he was different. And he was like this, oh, the new hope. And, but I mean, I think his slogan was like hope and change in 2008. Um, And, but he was, you know, still the same old boring politician that he gets up there and says. He didn't do anything really, you know? Yeah. I mean, mean, not anything different from the status quo. Right. I mean, he bombed the shit out of a few countries, you know. Yeah, for sure. But that wasn't any different from what, I mean, it was more ramped up, but it wasn't different exactly from what Bush did. Right. And the same thing with like Bush before it was Clinton and and so on and so forth. And then Trump comes in and now it's like chaos. Yeah. Like like no, like one side absolutely loves the guy, and the other side absolutely <laughs> hates him. And I mean, people say that like, oh, people hated Obama. It's like at, at one point, Barack Obama had a seventy percent approval rating from the American public. Right. And I don't, and I don't think that, uh, like, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Like, right. To, to be the president of the United States and seventy percent of the country loves you or approves of you at least and well now I, you who was it was saying that uh the approval ratings on the president like if you ended in a high high approval rating you're considered one of the worst presidents yeah a history will show that's crazy yeah yeah well there there's uh there's a couple different presidents that have uh at the time they had huge respect for uh or among the population had huge respect for but um history doesn't paint him that way and right. i kind of i i kind of i didn't realize this but when i when i went to asu when i my first semester i was trying to become a history teacher and i took um uh american history from the birth of america to 1865 and he would just i mean he would go over all the presidents from that from that era but he would skip over most of them and be like they were boring presidents and I was like, what is bore like what does boring mean? Like they right, didn't do right. anything. And I was like, that's not like I want to know why they're not doing anything. Like, what did they, like why? What was like 
what was going on? Like, was there just no tension going on? Were we just like kind of like a peace with everyone? Like, ah, we don't really know what to do. There's no conflict. Like, what happened? And there's a lot of presidents uh, in the early years, at least before Lincoln, that they it, they were filling the role of what the president was supposed to be. Like, right. The yeah, president, no, I, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you'll hear about, like, the first three or four presidents of America, and then after that, they just, like, almost skip over. And maybe Andrew Jackson has a lot of history. Yeah, Jackson after- has some – yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you're talking, you know, like, like Polk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Calvin, Calvin Coolidge. I mean, he was after Lincoln, but right, Calvin right. Coolidge has – What did these people do? You know, they're yeah. – I mean, I'm sure they so, had something, you know, for history, their office. Yeah, history but, paints the people that I mean. If if you if you had a, a a major war in your presidency, you were considered great. It didn't matter. Like it, you can you can look back on what the wars were, um, maybe besides Vietnam, but every other war, you would look back and, and everyone's like, "Oh, those were great presidents." Yeah. Um. A- Abraham Lincoln's considered a great president, and I mean, I kind of used to believe I I believe that just because you know the narrative was he ended slavery and now with everything I, I know now i'm like i don't know if this guy was such a good guy after all well right i mean you know you think you hear all the you know aftermath you know mm-hmm. about abraham lincoln and of course you know we're we're a smaller world now due to the internet and i mean yeah. accessibility to any kind of information that you possibly want you know sure. you, you know there there it was it's rumored that abraham lincoln freed the slaves however you know his plan was is to put them back on the boats and send them back yeah i don't know how factual yeah i don't know how factual that is or anything like that but i mean that goes to show no in one of his speeches he even said that the um um, black man is not equal to the white man and to ever expect them to be is like basically he was saying that was crazy and that's not what i think he's like and he proposed that the best idea was to free them and then send them back to africa wow 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 that was his plan yeah and i mean you know even even kennedy they said kennedy probably wouldn't have been such a great president Mm -hmm. but he was he was killed too soon yeah i mean he died in in office and yeah three years into his election and there was a lot of things that made kennedy out to be like um not a lot of people knew about his scandals they they, uh like he he's one he was young uh very good speaker for his time and he was uh attractive Attractive, very attractive for 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 being president like you don't expect the president to be attractive right and he was catholic too that was a big problem Yes. Right. Uh, and uh, but um, my point is just that like we skip through, we we like I mean when I'm in, I don't know the lowest like second and third grade we're not learning about we learn about like George Washington, mm-hmm. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, yeah, maybe Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> right, Ben right. Franklin, but we don't learn about. I mean, we kind of learn about John Adams. We might hear, hear his name, but we don't really hear much about him. And Garfield? Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> like, like we, the only thing I knew about Hoover was he made the, the dam. Yeah. Or like came with the program to make the dam. And That was WPA, wasn't it? 
I is that a president? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> WPA was um, was a program. Um, God, I can't remember what it stands for. I gotta quit drinking. All right. Let's see. WPA. We'll look it up real quick. Stands for what? What? No. Um, <laughs> that's WAP. Sorry. Come on now. Work Progress Administration. Yeah. Under the New Deal. That was the New Deal. So, okay. Yeah. And that was basically to get American people working again. And they just put everybody on these. Well, okay. The swimming pool here in Chester was a WPA project. Really? Yep. Yep. That's interesting. And yeah. They let it go to shit too. It's, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't even hold rainwater anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, that's, a, that's always something that's, and interesting is like the the great depression is painted as it's always like the the free market went out of control and it was the government that stepped in and 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 saved us hmm. um hmm. but um there's a lot of so uh at least reading from tom woods and then even mises uh or not mises uh Rothbard okay um they painted in a different light that the the depression wouldn't have lasted as long if the government didn't get involved and there was a couple examples they made that it, it's it's kind of it at least supports their belief and one of them was that uh, I forgot the exact reason but um there there was like uh, all these orchards and uh people that were growing crop they were told to burn the crop and and just burn it up when people are literally starving the government was telling farmers to burn their own crop and i forgot ex I, w I wish i knew the reasoning behind it but there there was like some reasoning that like maybe at the time it would have made sense but like nowadays it's just like why would you burn food right. <laughs> people are starving wow. um god I, I wish i remembered exactly why they did it because it would make more sense with why i'm bringing this up but um there's other things where like uh hoover enacted a program where um basically he he was basically forcing a minimum wage on uh jobs where they were telling them like don't fire your people keep paying them the same thing and we will subsidize you to keep paying them really um yeah and what the problem was with the, the businesses they were subsidizing were failing. So there was no, almost no use for them at the time. So they were kept, they were wanting to pay, keep, because these ones were like a significant amount of jobs in certain locations. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, we got to keep these jobs going. Um, but instead they were subsidizing a failing business, which it collapsed in the end, in the long run instead of letting people get fired which would be which would be shitty of course especially when the depression's happening but it opens up the market for people to uh go and find jobs in other places right so right yeah so when like the for example is like when the government gets involved they they don't exactly stop the problem they just prolong it from happening completely or they almost make it worse um 
like it, like the example the the housing market like like everyone's like oh the free market goes through these boom and bust cycles well any any industry that the government is involved in goes through these boom and bust cycles most most industries don't exactly feel this i mean there's certain cases but like if you look at uh in almost any sort of electronics if you look at electronics electronics just get better and better every year right. i mean poor poor people have plasma screen tvs in their house now right if you look at um things where the government is involved like let's say healthcare, healthcare becomes more and more unaffordable to people and um like a, the government has a a huge influence on our healthcare system. Now, what, what do you think the government actually got involved with the uh, healthcare? I think it started with, uh, well, I mean, actually, it, it kind of started with the VA. Um, in in after military service, um, it, I actually just learned about this from a podcast called Status Quo. So, if you're listen, listeners okay. out there, if you want to learn about Status Quo, it's a really good podcast. Um, he did one on the civil war and what happened to civil war veterans after the war. And there was a huge opiate crisis and it was a bunch of veterans got addicted to opiates, which, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was really normal because in the civil war time, it's like, you know, Oh, you got your leg just, it has a huge cut. We can't sew it together. It could get infected. We got to cut this off. Right. So they would use opiates like commonly and then right. not only was it commonly used doctors were prescribing this like uh, morphine out cure, to people cure all. yeah it was a cure-all cure all. so that there was codeine a, and yeah there was a huge opiate crisis in especially in the south after the the war where there's a huge portion of the civil uh confederate veterans that were addicted to opiates and it was wow. rampant throughout the 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 country and I mean, the North had this effect too. It, it just was worse in the South. Right. Um, but, um, and, then the, and so they started with these programs of like, oh, you, you know, you, you served your time in war. Well, we'll, well we're going to take care of you. You lost your leg. We need to, you know, we're going to take care of you. You lost your leg in our name of service. And I think it, I think it kind of started there where the government well, see, started getting involved with healthcare. See, the reason and, I asked that is I had just read an article about, the u.s uh at one point in time in the in the 60s i guess maybe 70s uh time frame that the u.s medical was like the best in the world i mean we had the, the best doctors and the best equipment and the best this and best that and now that the government is all involved and i mean okay people did not go to the doctor you know because you know, they piss sideways, you know, yeah, they sure. did not go to the doctor because they had a splinter in their finger. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you took care of that crap at home. And, yeah. you know, if you had a cold, you stayed home, you know, you didn't run off and go see the doctor. <laughs> yeah. You know, now, you know, if you fart and it smells funny, you know, <laughs> now you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, from the, say the sixties to now, something has majorly changed in our healthcare system. And I don't understand what, I mean, or why. Uh, you know? uh, Medicare. Uh, Medicare started with Lyndon B. Johnson in the sixties. 
Okay. Or late or early seventies. I'm not sure when exactly, but Lyndon B. Johnson is basically known as like the welfare president. Um, he would he have been enacted... he would have been post Kennedy, so he would have been yeah. in office at 1963. Now, did he? Yeah. Oh, he won all the way to 1969. See, he, he yeah, Lyndon yeah. B. Johnson yeah. ran from 63 to 69. Yeah. yeah. And he well, he started the the I mean the welfare programs that we know today. It started with uh, well, uh, it, it expanded more with Lyndon B. Johnson, and Medi- Medicare started with Lyndon B. Johnson. Okay. Um, okay. And um, the same thing with like so in but prior to the 1970s, America had uh, globally one of the best educational systems in the world they were ranked like either number one or like two or three somewhere like yeah. one of the top and after the 70s we started on a decline and now we're in like we don't even rank like top 20 like we're like 27th say. or something like that wow well funny enough the department of education was founded in the 1970s really and it's, and it's like oh that's weird <laughs> <laughs> hmm coincidence well a huge yeah so a a huge uh, um so this is also uh another thing that people talk about is like the the child labor laws they're like without government children would be you know still crawling in those crazy industrial machines getting like murdered by you know the mechanics because they're the only ones that could fit in there so you'd literally see seven-year-olds working at a a coal mine right it, it kind so if your idea is to get children out of like dangerous workplaces, fine. That's that's an acceptable law to be. But you know what they what proves to um, not put children to work is economic prosperity. If your family is not starving, working day to day for a meal on the table, right? They're not going to go send their kids to work. Like, do you right. think human? Do you think parents want to better their children's lives, or do you, they just see them as slaves? Well, actually, I think, actually, I mean, when you were guys were growing up, I mean, if I could have, I would have had, had you guys working. You know, I mean, five, six, I seven mean, years old. <laughs> I mean, there's there's arguments that people make that like at 13 years old you should be allowed to go into the workforce. I think so too. I mean, providing and, providing that you know. Uh, I'm going to hate, I'm going to regret saying this, providing that their education is, is being properly taken care of. Well, that was, so that was the argument that we have to, so we have to get children out of the workforce and then put them into, uh, to get educated. And there's nothing that there's no time in history. Did that ever happen before where the state would, I mean, maybe like for the causes of war, they would take your kids like 14 year olds ago, maybe in like medieval times, like, Hey, you're 14. You've got to fight to defend land like get, get the hell out there kid like i don't know but to actually for the government to say that you have to send your kids to educational programs this never happened before in history so to say that that we were better off educating children and and enforcing these child labor laws i think is kind of a fallacy it's just kind of like at the time it was like it, it, it's like these things where like rich people get they get these incentives or they get these uh capabilities like we have mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so why can't everyone else have this 
Like, you know, we're, we're the rich elite. And, and, and part of it, too, is the population itself. They'll look up at the entitled people and be like, I have to send my kid at 12 years old to go work in a factory. And the governor gets to send his kid to a private school until he's 17. And then he gets to go out in the way he gets to go to whatever top college in the country he wants to. Right, so there's a little right. bit of jealousy from the people. And it's a little bit of like an advantage for the elites to take advantage of this and be in, and and the thing is too when the, when the public demands something i mean there's a huge majority of the public demanding something politicians see that it's not like they don't see it like they're and it's an easy power grab where like oh half the population is saying they want medicare for all well guess what my next campaign slogan is like, there you go there like, you it's go. very yeah. easy for them to take advantage of the population's needs and fears especially fears so fears i would say they, absolutely yeah and so they forced they forced um i mean at a, it, this was happening actually before the department of education was formed is happening at, more at the state level where the states were enforcing these laws where like hey kids can't shouldn't be working they should be going to school this long and they had a really big problem with that because at the time there was just a lot of poor family they weren't they weren't forcing their kids to work because they, they saw them as slaves they were they had to have their family work to well, survive right. well right there's i mean they're still to this day and it's not mm -hmm. so much you know oh my god you know they're they're not going to school after you know the sixth grade you know but where there's days where kids will have to get out of school to go work on their farms yeah you know during yeah, during harvest season and i mean mm -hmm. not so much anymore in today's age but when i was growing up i mean there were kids you know hey you know the kids kids got to be out you know two weeks in august or two weeks in october because yeah. we're doing harvest you know yeah try that, pulling that today right right would not happen and i, I think uh I think, I mean, I mean, at the time there was huge pushback. So I, I, I don't see like people, a lot of people see America or just history in general as like this uh, race or gender clash. That's how they see it. It's like, you know, white men were the, the, the dominant species all throughout history and they were the ones that controlled everything. Yeah. Uh, I see it more as a class issue that there's the elites and it's, you know, the top 10% or even less that they're the ones that actually control the society and dictate all the laws and all the, everything that goes on and what's, what's, uh, you know, uh, formally acceptable in society. Right. And, and so like, you know, they're the ones that get to a point in their life where like, I don't have to send my kids to work cause I make enough money and people are jealous of me. So like, why not just pass a law? That kids don't have to work that solves everything right just pass the law <laughs> who cares right right that's crazy it's just, it, it's just like uh, like the, they see like in, in in humans i think we get we've gotten used to like the government doing like these simple easy fixes where it's like okay. we have a problem with something we want but the government to do something because there are government they represent us and the government reacts to what we want right now and go ahead go ahead so when the but the government never thinks of like the the uh what will happen once they enforce the law they just know that the people want this law and they they think and they 
hypothesize and think like once we fix this law and we make kids go get education, then boom, more people are educated and our problems are solved. Mm. They don't think about the future and with a democracy and term limits, they don't have to care about the problems in the future either. If you're president for eight years at your max rate, you're president for eight years, you enact a law and an executive order on your six years president. And but someone's like, hey, man, um, you're enacting this law at, at your six year, but 10 years from now, it's going to completely reverse and destroy society. Well, I only need to be president for two more years. So why do I care? Right. I'll be dead by then. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably be dead. I mean, if you're Joe Biden, you'll probably be dead. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right there. We're going to go ahead and take a little break and then I'm going to switch over to a part two of this episode. So when you get the time and you have the inclination, go ahead and join us on there. All right. And thank you very much. And check out, uh, check out biting the bullet and check out uh, my other episodes. Thank you. This is Craig with The Unbeaten Path.